I'm your host, The Weeb. This is the show where every other week I'll be talking about anime, manga, and everything in between. This week I'll be talking about Kiss Snyder. Following my trigger mini series, this is the last episode. I will not be talking about the adaptation of Dinazenum because when I first planned this, let's say, series, I thought it was not yet aired, but apparently aired in 2020, and I did not watch it as of yet, so to another date. Anyways, so first off, disclaimers, spoiler alert, I will spoil some things, maybe a lot of things actually, but that's not really important. I, as of yet... I just finished the last episode and really, really, I think they overextended uh, for like three episodes, but I'll get to that. So, first the stats. Um, Kisniver was produced by Studio Trigger in collaboration with, from what appears here in Wikipedia, Aniplex and Crunchyroll. Cannot, I cannot say that's correct or not, but anyways, the music was licensed, licensed by Sony Music of Japan. The opening is not really to my liking. The animation is pretty well made for the opening, but this, the animation is pretty well done for the whole anime actually, but um, the music itself is not um, anime opening music, let's say. Um, it's f- far too far too calm for my tastes, but that's, that's another thing. So it ran through April 2016 to June 2016. It has 12 episodes, no OVAs. The whole anime is an OVA, but anyways. Um, so, what is it about, right? Um, so, Kisniver is really an outing of Studio Trigger that I think they were aiming for something really, really philosophical, um, deep, maybe um, something more... Um, psychological something like that akin not similar but in the same vein as uh, black rock shooter in that the anime is really aimed to have a lot of um, metaphors for the human psyche and human human relations in a way Although the delivery is really, really different, the um, I can see still the connection. So about the story, I will explain pretty briefly this story. Uh, 
To be honest, I could just make this episode like 10 minutes long, but I think that's um, a bit of a disservice for those who <laughs> listen to this review. Because at the same time that I can really explain this really quickly and most of most will get the idea and maybe watch it. Um, my feelings towards the anime really uh, hinder my ability to drag this out. So I don't really know how much I will um, get in the final cut of this episode. But anyways, let's get to it. So first off, we meet our main character, um, Katsuhira Agata who's an emotionless and painless, for the most part, protagonist. He does not have neither emotions nor sense of pain. So you see at the start he gets bullied for money and gets punched and all, but he's he does not get phased by the violence. And the second thing, actually, the first scene of the first episode we get to meet uh, Agatha and then Shidori. Shidori is the main main for the most part girl of the anime. It's the let's say the love interest. Um, I- I'll get to that actually that, <laughs> that saying that right now it's a bit of a complicated topic but anyways so we get to meet Shidori and Agatha and then uh, we get to see then Hajime Tenga. Tenga is, for what I can tell, it's um, a successor to Kamina for the most part. You can see actually now that I that I touched on that for the uh, for. Some of the characters, some of the ideas that come out in Kisniver, you can see that some designs may be recycled from other anime, Trigger anime specifically. So at this point, Trigger had, um, I think, Little Witch Academia and Kill la Kill, and Inferno Cop if you count Inferno Cop. The thing is, the two designs that really came out in the anime um, Tenga as the successor to Kamina it's really similar even in the in terms of attitude and personality you can see that uh, it's uh, the connection is there I, I can assure you and the second one is when we meet another uh, male character uh, Yuta. Yuta is very reminiscent from one of the Elite Four of the of Kill la Kill. I cannot remember his name right now, but the um, the hacker man of Kill la Kill, it's it's really there. You can see. Anyways, so what's the and also already? It's better if I go through all the the main cast so we got Agatha we got Shidori, we got Yuta, Tenga then we meet um, 
Honoka. Hisomu. Hisomu is uh, comes out way later, later third episode. But anyways, and then we get to Nico. Nico. They try to revive Mako from Kill Like Q on her somewhat, but then they notice that they needed to use her to further up the plot later on. So you can see Mako in her, but it's only like episodic, um, let's say, lapses of Mako appearing there. That's there is some really good reference towards the end of the anime and in the middle but she kind of sits in the same realm uh, as Mako um, so we get to meet these guys and what's the idea of the story what what's the story about so uh, the seven people are classmates of, uh, excluding Hisomu Hisomu uh, just appears in the from the third episode forward because they have to find him but let's get uh, from the beginning what's the idea of Kizuna even? Uh, Kizuna in Japanese is Scar so the whole idea of the anime is connecting people through pain and scars they have uh, how do they do this? Why do they do this? So there's this whole uh, world building that they live in um, a futuristic city in Japan, really. But in a reclaimed island from what we gather from the anime. And for the most part, the... They have they go through this experiment that goes on the rep, so they are more or less kidnapped and forced into it. Although they are not threatened into it, it's more like the government of the city is involved in this, so it's kind of um, vol <laughs> volunteered compulsorily, more or less. And the idea is that they go through some kind of surgery they never explain really how the system works but the idea is uh, whenever one of them uh, feels pain the other ones will feel the same pain and for the most part that's the whole gimmick of the anime the whole uh, siege of the whole thing is like that so if one of them uh, gets punched all of them will feel it one of them um, I don't know trips and falls everyone will feel it and so on and so forth and the, the anime really goes through these um, forming bones through through scars and pain a lot that's the main let's say the main um, premise of the whole anime so about the episodes so the first episode we get to meet uh, nearly all the all the characters. The second episode is more of a, they say it's a personal presentation. It's the beginning where you see how they the experiment goes through, 
so they are closed off in a hospital and they <laughs> they start to demolish the hospital and if they don't present themselves the the whole the whole building will fall apart on them but then comes out that a uh, normal presentation won't be enough and then they suddenly suddenly discover that they need to show their the secrets that they don't want to say or parts of them they don't want to go public so for instance Tenga who is this uh, macho pretty tough up guy he has um, he's afraid of dogs and, and it's pretty comical how the how it breaks up but and for the most part that that's goes so Yuta who's this um, handsome guy uh, used to be fat and um, model for commercials um, so and, and this goes on so Nico is this airhead kind of really eccentric chicken doing this um, what would we would call like crazy things and all but actually she's just normal she just wants to appear eccentric to get people to notice her uh, and then comes out the two that really um, shock the thing first off I will tell about Honoka Honoka um, comes up as she killed someone that's what's said in the episode and then <laughs> this is the part where I start to really really criticize the anime for the most part Kisniver has this one problem and this one problem that really really drags it really low that is they play their cards too early the best things they could do they could have done for the plot it's uh, presented too early and the the point the let's say the story beats get driven too fast for my liking the thing is when Shidori comes out to say uh, what's the what's the thing she doesn't want to say it is uh, a declaration of love for Agatha and, and the thing is right third second episode and they already have this played out so they already have the declaration of love and nothing comes out of it that's the that's the thing that really pisses me off so that's the second episode third episode they eventually get to notice that there are seven people involved in this, but to that point, they only have six people in the class, and so they have to find the seventh, and they find out who it is, and it is Hisobu. Hisobu is this one... Uh, let's say this one oddball character that eventually comes out to be the voice of reason uh, really eventually to the later part of the anime the thing is he's uh, Mazu so 
where where everyone is really annoyed and suffers with the pain they feel from other people, Hisamu is the one who really likes it. So for the most part, uh, whenever someone gets, I don't know, kicked and all, he just screams, he just moans. And that's pretty funny, actually, but the, gig the gimmick dies down pretty fast. They eventually just straight up stop doing the gimmick because the um, joke would get played out so much that it would be um, tiring, let's say. And before I get even to the fourth episode, I need to also tell you about the other cats because they eventually get to be um, yeah, they eventually get to be important and so first one is Sonosaki Noriko who's this also emotionless girl for the most part and she's uh, to, to that point she seems the in control of the experiment so she's the one who introduces the the main cast to the Kizna system they call it and she's the one who uh, instigates them for the most part um, convokes them to the to the experiments and all she eventually gets to be important but let's leave it at that and the two researchers uh, Yamada and Urushi Yamada is the homeroom teacher for the class of the guy, so he's um, researching this guy's, let's say, uh, undercover. And Urushi is the school counselor that that is also a researcher undercover. So back to the story. Episode four. Episode four basically is pretty, let's say, um, transitory. Let's say the basically. They have this whole development where, um, faced with the situation of feeling pain outside your body, they question, right, uh, when are we going to get free? And then they, uh, Sonosaki, ex um, explains to them that till the end of the summer. So, episode 4, we are ready are in the beginning of summer and then they go to this training camp the episode more or less uh, ends with them going to the uh, let's say the, the resort where the training camp is going to take place episode 5 is a continuation right and it's this test of courage kind of thing where we see the first development of the Kizuna system and more or less you can already see that the development of the Kizuna system in the overall stage they do not need really to explain that but even then they kind of um, outside of pain they start to share um, Moralized emotions. So, for example, uh, the pain of love. I, I 
I cannot say this. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but basically the feelings where it's not really a physical injury, but uh, emotional injury, they start to share. And also as uh, Shidori gets this, I would say touching, but it's more or less, um, I don't know what kind of a emotional moment um, remembering some uh, something from when Agatha was bullied and all and basically that's the hostage for the for the story right episode six we have the start of um, the Honoka arc more or less the the anime has only 12 episodes, but the episode 6 forwards, it's, they go way more, um, the pace gets way more fast. So episode 6, we start this Honoka arc, where Honoka, um, she just cannot admit that she's friends with everyone else, just because they are connected with, um, system that forces them to be together and also because she has a huge 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 trauma with uh, with a manga she created way back in middle school and basically from episode 6 to episode 7 is basically this whole arc where we go through uh, her trauma, her her problem with connecting to people, and basically the whole group really getting together and f- form um, formally being friends. And then episode eight, episode eight comes along, and well, oh well, how things have turned. Uh, so basically, seeing how um, the painful emotions from the test of courage, and then from the end of the Honoka arc, good emotions start to be uh, shared. The Yamada has this idea where he wants to really pump out results from for the study for for this experiment, and. For the basics, really, the group is hanging out in a shopping mall from what what it seems, and then they get uh, kidnapped again. But this time they go to school while a typhoon is passing through <laughs> casually, right? And their mission is to wait for the for the typhoon to pass and go home. But the thing is, right, um, they really try to section off people to try to instigate romantic feelings. And this is where I have to explain also all the connections and all, but this is where the apex of the whole anime happens to episode 9. Episode 9, to me, they could have um, ended 
on episode 10, but I'll get to that. So episode 8, they kind of get, uh, get separated, and so basically the, let's say the two big couples get um, each separated and away. So then we get this whole part where their emotional state gets so worked up with all everything that happens. Um, that the jealousy gets so so strong that eventually they start to hear each other's I'll not say thoughts but the more or less the feelings right <laughs> and it is it is the best part I, I cannot make it justice with just my explanation it's something that you need to see uh, and and listen to rather than listen to me explain it but for this whole time for the last eight episodes we got um Shudori likes Agatha but Agatha actually likes Sonosaki who's someone totally out of the group and then for some reason Tenga actually likes Shidori and then Nico likes Tenga so it's this whole snake of a, of a love triangle trying to happen. And when it all comes together, <laughs> shit hits the fan and everyone gets so, so, so worked up. It's so nice. It is the, as I said earlier, it's the apex of the anime. It, it is the best part. It is the best part. And I wish... And this is where I stopped the, the the story because from this point on, the anime just overextends to to places I, I really do not. I really thought they did not need that. Like they tried to resell the plot to you. It's it's pretty bad from this on. But episode nine is the best part, where they have this whole group collapse, where. Everyone who likes everyone starts to fight over each other, and then they, when they uh, they get this development where they um, hear each other's thoughts, hear each other's, as they say in the anime, hearts. It is really nice. It's one of the best one of the best uh, things I watched in. Uh, somewhat romance anime romance slice of life you you get what i'm saying the thing is it lasts too little to really be the best thing really it lasts too little and after that no nothing in the anime even comes close to topping it and now i get to my opinion really so, about first about the animation and art, the whole anime has this um, drawn by hand quality to it. It is really stylized. They really went out of their way to get aesthetics, style, um, color palette, all these things so right, so so right. It's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. 
for the most part, you can really pause the anime in most frames, and all the frames are beautiful, g nice to see. Uh, what I generally say is that any frame in this anime could be a good wallpaper. That's that's how I put it. The animation is fluid, it's well made, um, even uh, if they have this more ca cartoonish kind of animation, they always think of lighting, of uh, maintaining the style, maintaining the aesthetic. It's really, really nice. About the music, eh, not my liking, but I could see someone liking it. To me, it's pretty good. And now for the story. The story, I'll have to get more, uh, at the very least, 10 or 15 more minutes to say. So, what's my problem with the story? The story begins really strong, really, really strong. And then they begin with this group cohesion kind of thing. So you have seven people who are really different, really just strange people in and of themselves trying to connect, let's say. And it begins really nice that you can see development being made. You can see uh, the strides that each one of them goes through. And for the most part, it is really, um, it's really something different from what you see normally, because the the gimmick is pretty good actually. This connection through pain, that starts through pain and goes towards more positive things, it's something really that um, really innovative. Let's say really something new. But the thing is, as I said in the beginning they play their cards too early to make them count so aside from the fact that Shidori already from the get-go already says that she likes Agatha and Agatha does not respond really to it uh, what pisses me off really is that uh, for the, the apex that is this whole fights whole fight uh, between them because each one likes the other and no one's getting responded in any way the fact is first off um, Nico does not show in any episode really that she likes Tenga she just shows that after you can kind of see something that Tenga likes Shidori and out of nowhere, really. It is uh, just put out there just to be a plot device, really. And for the most part, I kind of don't vibe with that. I think it's uh, really just purpose pudding, let's say. And also about the length of the Apex, right? Uh, I think the fact that the cut them loose after they reach that point where they can hear each other um, through their uh, hear their thoughts right that was too early to let's say 
throw some throw uh, plot device they had for them uh, just delivered to them they just threw, threw it out just because and from that point on the story goes actually nowhere because they start this whole thing from episode 10 to the 12th that they start to really just pile on um, reviews and a backstory, background things, lore and all just to justify the ending that is not really that good because to me the ending so cheesed it is so cheesed everyone gets happy at the end and for the most part I like when the ending is happy I I cannot say I don't like happy endings I love happy endings but for this is specific case uh, when you show me a conflict so so intense so psychological so um, something so I, I don't want to say realistic but something so although it's not realistic it is realistic it is um it is something that uh, I I love I love reading romance I love watching romance anime the thing is that is the crux of any romance um, aficionado I would say and to see that presented I really wanted uh, something to be at stake right there I wanted something to to matter right there but when they show that the ending is Everyone lived happily ever after as if nothing happened. I get I get disappointed because at the end of the day the best part of the anime did not count. It, for the most part that's the case. Uh, the best the best conflict they have in all the anime it doesn't count at the end. It gets Changed for a subplot, a kind of a thrown in at the last minute kind of thing, and that's really, really, really awful. <laughs> I don't really know, man. So, anyways, that's that's my opinion. The anime is pretty beautiful. The music can be pretty beautiful if you like it. The story, though, the story. <laughs> I cannot endorse that story. I just cannot. So, well, after this, like, let's say almost 40 minutes of this, of me rambling and rambling about um, an anime that began really good, went really good, and let's say <laughs> came too fast. I don't have anything really to say, but if you like the show, if you like what I do, please leave a like, um, follow me, depending on the platform you're listening to, uh, join the Discord, please, and that's about it. 
Um, thank you for listening and see you next time. Bye.